Greetings, Dreamland. Now I say it's Lava Lake of Iron Sharpens Iron and a Friend Sharpens a Friend. Thank you all very much for tuning into the broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texas broadcast by Tex. I am Tex, broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast of most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. It's my pride and privilege to be doing so. So thank each and every one of you. Listeners, new and old. That's right, we've changed the name of the podcast. The fucking podcast has been rebranded to the Beyond Top Secret Texas Broadcast by Tex. To help streamline this and to help improve visibility, as well as uh, appearance on search engines, uh, optimization, all that good shit. Uh, We searched our own podcast under the keyword Texas, and it did not appear, so this is prompting the search engine, where everything else just had the name Texas on it. Okay, this is something that we can easily fix. So yeah, Beyond Top Secret Texas broadcast by Beyond, uh, by Tex, no longer owned by Beyond Top Secret Texan, uh, just for just Tex, just simply Tex. Moving into 2024, it's the winter of change. This is when change is best for the winter, to repair it for the brand new year ahead. If you're changing in spring, you're too late. When it rains, you should be thinking about farming. Not sex. This is a comedy episode. Loosen the collar. We've been very hard at fucking work here at the Beyond Top Secret Texas broadcast. We have been publishing new content regularly every two days. As well as rebroadcasting and curating and archiving, setting up networks, updating, etc. Styling, profiling, etc. Plus, it's our holiday season too, so fuck it. Right? We're only human beings. Or so you think. Today, we're going to be taking a big old fucking. Roundhouse kick Play some sweet chin music On Texas The state We're gonna roast them This is our Winter holiday Saturnalia Type A roast Our holiday good year And our charm To bring in Luck for the new year, 2024, Beyond Top Secret, Texas, broadcast by Tex. Versus Texas. This is from the Encyclopedia Dramatica. I read this and laughed my ass off. I'm hoping you do the same. Thank you all very much for following me on social media. Thank you very much. For listening throughout the years. As we now enter our fourth year. Let's keep rocking and fucking rolling in the free world. 
Remember, this is said completely with the best of humor. If you don't like it, go fuck yourselves. All right. Texas. From Encyclopedia Dramatica. Remember, everything is protected under free speech. Because Texas is part of America. Texas from Encyclopedia Dramatica. Tejas is crap. You can help by completely returning it to Arizona. A detailed map of Texas. Did you know that the majority of Texans get their history from Flintstones? With humans developed from an earlier species, having 51% of the Texas population disagree with that statement. Only 35% of Texans agreed with that statement, and 14% answered, I don't know. And when asked, humans and dinosaurs lived at the same time? 41% disagreed, 30% agreed, with 30% saying they didn't know for certain. Famous for the slogan, don't mess with Texas or we'll fucking kill you, yeehaw! Texas likes to remind you it's not nice to mess with retards. For the millennials and for the Generation Z type and the Zoomers, Texas is probably best known for housing Funimation Entertainment. A NAR Corporation company, which is based proudly in Fort Worth, Texas. Funimation Entertainment has led to the creation of countless weeboos. Kissless virgins. And annoying, awkward siblings. People oftentimes talk about Texas as being unimportant, but I dare you to find anything more important than the company that brought the world, the American world, that is, Dragon Ball Z. Texas defeated Mexico in the Battle of San Jacinto to get its independence by capturing the Spix Dictator. This monument, known as the JFK Memorial, was built in Dallas to celebrate the fact that JFK got his brains blown out here. A typical Texan votes Trump.
Alexis Texas is a famous blonde Texan porn star with a nice ass. You may have heard of Texas this way. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the tits, with a survey ranking it as one of the bustiest states in the Union. Although, a survey that also measured penis sizes, paradoxically and ironically, consider Texas as only average. It is not average in its obesity rates. As some of the fattest cities like Houston have over 60% of the population either diabetic at risk or suffering from complications of obesity. Everything's bigger in Texas, including the big fat asses. Texas it loves its strip clubs. Texans are known to have an excess of home pride and spirit. Deep in the heart of Texas, I mean Texas, the second largest state in the Union, this is a hellhole best known for being home to steers and queers. King of the Hill, shitty country music, morbidly obese people, mega churches, its inability to contribute anything of value to the country, McMansions, Bible thumpers, capital punishment, sedentary lifestyleism, supersized portions, drenched in lard and deep fried, Dr. Phil, George W. Bush, a questionable point of view on women. And immigrants, gun control issues, an obsession with large things, and an ongoing failed attempt to outlaw faggotry. Texas wants to be a separate nation, but it has been overtaken by Mexicans and Californians. So that goes to tell you how much they suck dick. Other than that, they suck major fucking cocks because they call themselves the fucking Lone Star State. In other words, tits are get the fuck out. And yes, that is a reference to the Freemasonic worship of Isis, the star of Venus, or as they know it, Lucifer. That's right, Masons have 900 plus lodges throughout Texas, which doesn't fucking matter because they only, three fourths of the population exists in four cities. Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. Unlike California and Seattle, Texas USI syndrome is caused primarily by ignorance. A typical Texan believes that Texas is absolutely the best place in the world because he's never been anywhere outside of his rural shithole home. Many Texans live and die within 20 miles of the place they were born. And many Texans will never leave the state of Texas. Therefore, when Texans move to coastal regions, they adopt liberal values and vigorously troll their state of origin online. Two locals 
they still remain backwards country dipshits. To themselves, they think they are liberal, enlightened, ubermensch of neoliberalism, and oftentimes go gay. Some argue that Texas is the number one killer of ordinary people, but we all know better than that. How to troll a Texan. Remind them Texas was founded as a puppet state by illegal alien invaders who killed children and raped women in the ass. Remind them Texas pronounced T has hashtag fact. If you're an Arizonan, make sure they hear you wondering aloud what kind of gay-ass state requires people to have a permit to carry a handgun and requires you to keep it out of sight. Call them a liberal, as all Texans believe that being a liberal is the most contemptible thing on the planet. Besides not being a Texan. Tell your local Texan that Alaska is bigger and California has more people, forcing them to accept that they will always be second best. (laughs) Ask them who won the Battle of the Alamo. Then ask them why. Tell them to their face that Texas is gay-friendly. This will enrage most Texans as they will assume that you are calling them gay. Remind them how their shitty baseball team got their ass kicked in the World Series by a bunch of pot-smoking hippies from San Francisco. Also, remind them that the Astros are cheaters. And call... I'll... Call... Altuve a midget. <laughs> oh my god, this is fucking hilarious. Oh, I'm cracking up. You guys know the Beyond Top Secret Texas deals with some serious shit and all has to decompress. And around the New Year's Eve, this is a time for mirth, parting, letting go. As much as Thanksgiving is an appreciation of anything, and I can appreciate a good fucking roast, and a lot of these are fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh man, I'm smiling ear to ear. Oh, my face hurts. My cheeks are on fire. Oh, my sides. Here's another baseball one. (laughs) If your Texans a baseball fan, (laughs) ask them if they like the Astros, the Rangers, whoever they say, tell them they suck. (laughs) (laughs) Philosophically announce that Dale Earnhardt did to himself and maybe deserved it. (laughs) 
tell him Terry Labonte's gay. <laughs> Steal the dangling metal ball sack off of their trailer hitch on their truck or draw nipples on them. Seriously, they have the, the truck nuts. Explain to an older boomer in full detail just why and how country music is the worst thing to ever happen to mankind. <laughs> Tell them you voted for Obama twice and supported abortion rights for women. <laughs> I would also support that by saying you t- voted for Biden and you support Biden in a Build Back Better. Unironically, we're... Biden stuff to the beach or in public. That would be fucking hilarious. He's like, I don't ironically support Joe Biden at a football game. Tell them you support any rights for women. Ask any random person if you can still get Medicaid if you don't have a social security number. (laughs) Ask someone when you get to Texas where the nearest gay bar is. (laughs) Praise the Dallas sniper attacks. Tell someone Black Lives Matter. (laughs) Tell them that you're from the ATF and you're here to take their guns. Warning, this is the most dangerous trailing technique on the list. If you do this, you will be facing an army of pissed off Texans armed to the teeth. Do not attempt this unless you're wearing body armor and carrying at least an assault rifle light machine gun is recommended. (laughs) Advocate for assault weapons bans. If they disagree, show them this ad. When they try to alter this bullshit liptard paper, call them science deniers. (laughs) Announce loudly pretty much anywhere you go above San Antonio that you support illegal immigrants. (laughs) (laughs) Tell them where you're from. Uh, go to a barbecue restaurant and make a big deal saying that where you're from, people don't eat murdered meat smothered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> Wear a giant foam cowboy hat everywhere. Everywhere. Spit a lot and speak in grunts only. <laughs> Tell them Whataburger and our Dairy Queen is the shittiest restaurant you've ever eaten at. (laughs) Tell them their state doesn't produce anything apart from oil and NASCAR fans. (laughs) Remind them of how much they sucked during the Civil War. (laughs) 
Tell them their beer sucks. <laughs> and it says this could be Lone Star or, or any other kind of Texas-produced beer. Accuse them of owning a hybrid car and tell them it's getting towed. Insist on it. <laughs> Tell them the Dallas Cowboys are worse than the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Defile a Baptist church. Any of them will do. <laughs> Tell a Texan that you're a follower of a religion or denomination other than baptism or Catholicism. Bonus points for telling them that you're a Muslim. At 3 o'clock in the morning, go and steal the off-road tires or rims off their truck. Don't worry, they only need these in the, when they take the Gulf Freeway into work from their overpriced McMansions and their suburbs in Clear Lake. This is just to punch a massive hole in their ego. <laughs> Inform your local Texan that if Alaska was split in half, Texas would still be the third biggest state. Get a bumper sticker that says Texas is dumb. <laughs> that actually would be pretty funny. Okay, moving on. <laughs> to great moments in Texas history. Great moments in Texas history. February 20th, 1685. The French attempt to, to settle Texas but are overcome by disease, Indian raids, mutiny, and eventually die in vain. They left. The Spanish, being stupid, then came <laughs> and eventually settled Texas. March 6th, 1836. The Battle of the Alamo. At the Alamo Fort, a few hundred illegal immigrant invaders pwned the shit out of 1,500 Mexicans. They were, however, defeated when a horde of 4,500 additional Mexicans zerg rushed them like hobos on a hamburger. Remember the Alamo remains a legal immigrant slogan of pride despite the fact that it was basically saying, remember how we got our ass kicked by Mexicans. <laughs> April 21st, 1836, the Battle of San Jacinto. Mexico's Fuhrer, Santa Ana de Lopez, orders his men to stop near the San Jacinto River in what is now Harris County, Tejas. The Mexicans then begin to have a faggy picnic. Suddenly, General Sam Houston and the illegal immigrants launch an ambush. Santa Ana tries to run away and hide like a pussy, but he is captured. The Mexican army then immediately surrenders because an average Mexican won't do anything if his boss isn't around to force him to. 
Sam Houston would later become the president of Texas and have a city unnamed after him. On March 2nd, 1836, Texas becomes a puppet state of America. December 29th, 1845, Texas joins the United States. Officially. 1846 to 1848, Tejas helps the U.S. during the Mexican-American War, and Mexico City itself is raped hard. After the war, Mexico loses all of its land and had stretched from Texas to California. This causes Mexico to have extreme butt hurt forever. The border of Texas is extended to the Rio Grande River, and for this reason, illegal Mexican immigrants in Texas become known as wetbacks. May 14, 1856. The Great Texas Camel Experiment ends in failure. Begins and ends in failure. But Texas does have camels for almost 100 years after that. February 1, 1893. Lynching of Henry Smith, the first blatantly public lynching of a black man. Whether or not he was being rightfully punished for raping a four-year-old white child with her blood still on, wet on his underwear is neither here nor there. Remember, lynching is bad. October 24th, 1923. The Ku Klux Klan Day at the Texas State Fair in Dallas introduced a popular whack-a-black-person fair game. This game generated lots of fanfare as well as revenues to the local Texan carnival goers. This jolly ethnic stereotype, stereotype target game was replaced by a whack-a-mole substitute across America as early as the 1950s. April 16, 1947. The worst industrial accident in U.S. history occurs. Cargo ships carrying thousands of tons of ammonium nitrate fertilizer catch fire and explode, killing 600-plus people and destroying a third of the structures in Texas City. Pyros and Republicans everywhere jack off. November 22, 1963. During a visit to Dallas, drug-addled President John F. Kennedy is killed by Lee Harvey Oswald, who was clearly, clearly acting in self-defense. Oswald received extra points because he scored a headshot, and JFK was in a moving car at the time. After Kennedy's death, Texas-born Vice President Lyndon B. Johnson becomes the President of the United States of America. You have a problem with that? <laughs> August 1st, 1966. In an attempt to relieve his boredom, Charles Whitman of Austin, Texas, ascends the University of Texas Tower and attempts to run at the high score for mass murder, killing 14 people until Austin Police Department capped his ass. June 1971. Texas gives birth to the first low-cost and lowly airline, Southwest Airlines. Now Texans can fly across the states, eat free peanuts, and hit on flight attendants in tight skirts. Yeehaw! March 1982. Ozzy Osbourne pisses on the Alamo while drunk, an act that saw him banned from Texas for a full 10 years. 
This has had negligible effect on his career as the music differs from his sister fucking country tunes that Texans love. May 25th, 1985. Porn star Alexis Texas is born. October 5th, 1988. Texas Senator Lloyd Benson owns Dan Quayle's ass in the vice presidential debates. After comparing himself to President John F. Kennedy, Quayle was thoroughly ass-raped by Senator Benson when he said, Senator, I served with Jack Kennedy. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. Massive lulls ensued by boomers, but Americans went on to elect Quayle's dumbass along with his sugar daddy that November. October 16th, 1991. Angry that Charles Whitman didn't kill enough people 25 years ago, George Hennard attempts to go for the high score murder spree title himself at a cafeteria in Kayleen, Texas. The results? 24 dead, including himself. He committed suicide, with 20 injured on the side. January 21st, 1993. George Bush Sr. officially declares that only steers and queers come from Texas. Perhaps not coincidentally, the Bush family enjoys the music of Ozzy Osbourne. This is official. February 28th, April 19th, 1993. The Waco Siege. U.S. Attorney General Janet Reno stages a raid of epic proportions on the Waco Habo Hotel, which is the Waco Branch Davidians. Fire and genocide ensues in what becomes the largest government-sponsored barbecue of children in U.S. history. January 29, 1996. A software company in Dallas releases a masterpiece that can't beat anything that Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo ever created. The holy grail of the world that is known as Duke Nukem 3D is released. It's a video game, by the way. Based on Doom. September 1999, a bunch of people in Fort Worth, known as Funimation, decided that dubbing Dragon Ball Z would be the best thing the world has ever seen. They were right. Thousands of children died when they reenacted the first few episodes of the series, resulting in epic lulls. February 1st, 2003. The space shuttle Columbia blew up over Palestine, Texas, resulting in many Texans being pwned by falling spaceship debris and astronauts. Look this up. A severed head was recovered, still intact in a helmet. February 16, 2007. Police in Lubbock arrested an entire group of Chippendale dancers for daring to thrust their hips in the direction of female audience members in a Jake's Sports Cafe. Neither hips nor cocks nor thrusting are permitted at the same time in the buckle of the Bible belt. March 29, 2008. Texas becomes win for revoking Scientology status as an official religion. Fuck you, Scientology. Yup. Damn right. November 5, 2009. A crazy towel head who had for some reason was in the military at the two started uh, to start with decided to make daddy proud and opened fire on the inhabitants of Fort Hood. He killed 13 people while only wounding 30 plus more. 
He did not die and only decided to fall asleep during the shooting. He is currently in captivity with Allah and every night and will soon be executed by the U.S. government. May 6, 2010. King of the Hill has its last episode, thus bringing the end of the propane and propane accessory industry. Hank would later go on to capitalize on the booming cocaine and cocaine accessory industry in New York. July 7, 2016. A bunch of niggers chimp out prompting the Dallas sniper attacks, where a bunch of cops get pwned by a sniper nigger. May 24, 2022. A tranny spick in Uvalde goes on a power word of Salvador Ramos, attempts to go for the high score of murder at a school. He tries, but sadly he couldn't commit an hero since the cops gun him down a full hour after he begins. Now the not-so-great moments in Texas history. On June 10, 2011, the assholes over at Gearbox released Duke Nukem Forever for the general public to dwell on its infinite shittiness. Now it's a January 2011, an atomic bomb that is predicted to explode at the Super Bowl in Dallas fails to explode at a Super Bowl in Dallas, resulting in a lot of butthurt by Alex Jones. And unfortunately, an unnuked Texas. State facts. State abbreviation, TX. Major industries, propane and propane accessories, oil, steers and queers, calculators, dubbing anime, Big hair, on horse, immigration, real estate, paralyzing fear of the outside world, paralyzing fear of Muslims, air travel, big hats, paralyzing fear of gays, and executions. State capital, Austin, a shitty place full of hipsters and high-tech rednecks who are obsessed with the Longhorns College football team. Largest city, Houston, the only city in Texas run by a rug-munching dyke. No, seriously. Other cities, there is Dallas, San Antonio, College Station, El Paso, Midland, Odessa, Fort Worth, Galveston, Laredo, Corpus Christi, Waco, Lubbock, and Arlen. If you, Arlen's not real. If you are from Texas or meet somebody from Texas, they will most likely be from these cities. Austin, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, College Station, El Paso, Midland, Odessa, Fort Worth, Galveston, Laredo, Corpus Christi, Waco, Lubbock, Arlen. I would also include Brownsville and, yeah. Basically, the only one it's missing is Brownsville. Which sounds racist, and it is. The city that's most Mexican, filled with Mexicans, and actually has a a pretty strong Spanish-language population, is fucking called Brownsville. Its area is 268,000 square miles. Its population, 30 million, plus an unknown quantity of undocumented immigrants and undocumented Californians, plus... Anyone else who decides to piss on down here 
by taking the fucking I-70 and showing up for whatever fucking reason. We don't check. We don't count. Origin of the name Texas. The Caddo Indians of eastern Texas called the incoming settlers the Tejas, meaning the friend, in the hopes that the settlers wouldn't kill them, rape them, rape their faces, <laughs> rape their children, and steal their land before maybe raping their land. Unfortunately, the strategy was not successful. The settlers killed them, raped them, raped their women, raped their children, raped their faces, stole their land, and then raped it. <laughs> state nickname. The Lone Star State. The Fuck You State. Rape Land. The yet another American state that has to get completely sanitized white world. If it's not white, then it's not right. <laughs> state. <laughs> the state song. Beer, steers, and queers by the revolting cocks. State gestures. Giga Maggies, Hook'em Horns, Wreck'em Tech, and What's Up Man, Peace Out Dog. State Mammal. Redneckius, Tobacco Stinkius. State Flying Mapple. Mammal. The Eastern Fence Jumping Piazza. State Reptile, Brittany Venti. State Sport, a good old fag bash. State Faggots, otherwise known as celebrities, Alex Jones, George W. Bush, Senator Ron Paul. Say before I mentioned Brittany Venti's down here. Now we got Elon Musk, including even Elon Musk, yep, Jeff Bezos. Texas presidents, Dwight D. Eisenhower and Lyndon B. Johnson were both born in Texas. Although George W. Bush was born in New Haven, Connecticut, he has a long association with Texas, pretending to be a Texan on TV most of his life. He has owned the mediocre baseball team that never won a World Series until 2023 and having successfully run several Texas energy companies into bankruptcy before driving the entire fucking country into bankruptcy during his presidency, as well as presiding over the faking of 9-11. So, blame that on Texas. Fun fact. 90% of women in Texas have been raped. 99% of men in Texas have raped a woman. On a totally unrelated note, 10% of Texas women are totally unrapeable. <laughs> Most beloved icon state history is Hank Hill. If you are from Texas and find yourself having to hide or get away with something in public, say you're from Oklahoma. People will think you're retarded. <laughs> What's good to have if you ever go to Texas is a Texan to English dictionary. 
And if you are going to move to Texas, it's advised watching every episode of King of the Hill. Just so you know what you're getting into. And that has been the Beyond Top Secret Texas New Year's Roast. And Royal Court Jester Treatment. The Jester's Privilege. Taken with this home state I have. The state that I am obsessed with. The state that I am doing my best to rightfully investigate, explore, and represent with correct expression throughout my episodes. So if you're from Texas and you've listened to this, I've hoped this brought a smile to your face in some way I hope you've gotten a good laugh out of this and to all the Texans out there listening from birth or by choice I'll give you a strong howdy damn it thank you for listening this is your first episode hopefully you'll listen to many more to come in the 2024 A.D. year of our broadcast from the Beyond Top Secret Texas. Coast of the coast. Coast of the most. Third coast of Texas. Gulf Coast. Pride and privilege to be reporting on. Hope you guys have a good one. Just like I am going to have a good one. 2024, future so bright, gotta wear shades. And thank you all very much. Peace out. God bless you and your families. And now to continue our roasting of Texas in the Encyclopedia Dramatica, let's go city by city and complete the Texas, they call it Texas Triangle, but really it's more of a diamond, Uh, the Texas rhomboid, the Texas rhombus. It could be the Texas Pentagon, but, uh, you know, no one's going to include Brownsville ever in any of this discussion. They don't consider it Texas. It's just part of uh, Mexico. 
as far as even Texas is concerned. Austin. Austin is the capital of Texas, home to the University of Texas, the largest public university in America. Austin is also noted for its burgeoning live music scene, hippies, and the occasional mass murderer. Austin is the hippie leftist cancerous growth on the otherwise redneck ball sack that is Texas and is the home to the University of Texas, stomping grounds of such E-notables as 33mHz, Molo Bolo, Cupid Jungian, and Hard Vice, as well as several decent LJers outside of democratic circles. While perhaps not essential to the drama as, say, Seattle or Atlanta, it's worth noting that as the former home of Charles Whitman, Austin is the birthplace of the school shooting and thus has plenty of drama cred in its own right. Austin is famous as the weird little brother of the rest of the state of Texas. The Keep Austin Weird campaign epitomizes the large number of countercultural forces that serve to regularly embarrass and frighten visiting state legislators from stolid, sensible, God-fearing places like Jasper and Waco. In 1966, Chio Sung-hui time-traveled back to the University of the Texas Tower, this time equipped with a hunting rifle and a white man mask. Going under the guise of Charles Whitman, he proceeded to shoot at least 100 students before being taken down by two police officers who were Mexican. This was considered a failure because he did not become an hero and the Mexicans were not white. Attractions. Town Lake. Now renamed for Lady Bird Johnson. Town Lake was originally named for itself, which was created by damming up the Colorado River and turning into the biggest recreational place you've ever seen. Miles and miles of trails, bike routes, and bat-watching places. If you stand at the end of South Congress at sunset, you'll be bombarded with bat shit. It's used to be a full of weeds that all the old hippies would grow out in the trails, but they put some fish in and took care of the problem. Drinking the water in Town Lake is the sixth biggest, biggest cause of AIDS within the continental United States. Also used to be a great place to hold an aqua festival, but the local spigs and artifacts living along the lake's many condos and barrio communities bitched and complained about the loud motors and all the people blocking their streets by parking their cars there. So the festival was dropped in the mid-1990s and never returned. Barton Springs, a fetid, unchlorinated cesspit where you will catch hepatitis in the water, if you're lucky. The capital. It's a very masculine pink granite and has a huge underground complex where it is rumored that reptilians eat children with Jews there. The mothership. The huge fucking Whole Foods store that others call Mother. It is its own 10-level parking garage, a food court, a herd of indie kids and artists who squat there full-time, competing with pigeons for scraps from the food court, as it's located somewhat close to the Austin branch of the Church of Scientology. Many believe the store was originally a UFO that appeared when Tom Cruise last visited the city. 6th Street Famous for its year-round 24-7 frat boy jock rock in clubs given battering ram enemas by the cops. Get a tattoo and a giant cock in your asshole all at once on the same street. That's value right there. Also the favorite hangout of ghosts in a regular platoon of homeless panhandling gay rednecks, especially in the areas around Congress or Red River. The Warehouse District, kind of like 6th Street, only with more AIDS. 
downtown. Be prepared for endless art stores, retarded museums, and wannabe hippie coffee rings. Oh, and lots of transients, bombs, and junkies looking for handouts, particularly in the one-block radius around the East 7th and Red River area. Bring a gun. Or a halberd. Both are now legal in Texas. Lake Travis. Yeah, motherfucker, that is if you're in lemon parties and amoebas that will eat your brain. Leslie Cochrane. A local celebrity who is literally a homeless junkie tranny who received 20% of the local vote in the recent mayoral election. He has a makeshift home on the sidewalk and is now officially dead. Hippie Hollow. Where old naked men go when they're not on the internets. Most women who skinny dip here not only don't skinny anything as it's a home for land whales... But you usually can't see either their boobs or labia through all their unkempt, gross, hippie pubic hair. Mopac. You will always fucking take Mopac when you're in Austin. You understand? Are you fucking stupid or do you just like gridlock? No longer relevant as in 2018, Austin is on par with Los Angeles as far as the most aneurysm-inducing traffic rage goes. Soco. Sort of recent developing dumping grounds for even more fucking food trucks, boogie bitch shit boutiques, and eateries specializing in niche ingredients like roach milk, reconstituted vegan semen, which comes from nuts, though so watch out, and fresh from the box placenta of a goat. Continuing their unattractions... We have the University of Texas, the only school of electrical engineering in the world run by a wigger, the infamous Dr. John D. Colgel. Nobody gives a shit about your stupid little engineering class. Smoke less dope and you'd pass it easier, you fucking emo kids. Produces more rapist frat boys than Harvard and Yale combined. Though in actuality, rape is by no means restricted to them, as everyone in Austin is a rapist. Also has a football team full of niggers, but what college these days doesn't? Home of the original Cho, Charles Whitman. And home of the school shooting. Anderson High School. The retarded inbred foster child of AIDS. Used to be the black person school back back during the day of segregation. As such, they have rebottled or even cleaned the building since. The old hag running the joint has taken her sad, pitiful life into consideration and after realizing she will never hold any position higher than the principal of the poorest of the rich schools, decided to turn into a full-scale prison, complete with cameras and police officers, every ten feet. Round Rock, Georgetown, and Williamson County. Next-door neighbors to Austin in the north, home to Dell Computer Corporation, the most corrupt police departments west of the Mississippi after the LAPD. The Williamson Code Gestapo has been under federal investigation for civil rights abuses against white folks for over 20 years. Most of the cases involving teens and college punks getting busted for weed and booze and then getting beaten senseless and almost raped in the lockups by locals. Some 75% of all cases tried in the county go against the defendant, usually thanks to evidence and testimony falsified by the cops, or by the judge refusing to accept evidence and a defense that will acquit. 
fines and judgments against these dumb enough to get busted in the county are 500% to 2,500% higher than any other area in the Western Hemisphere, which means the Gestapo and their judge bosses are among the highest public officials in the county, or in the country, sorry. Avoid all this county to, at all costs, especially if Dell has just hired you for tech support. East Austin. There are tribes in East Austin that have never seen a white man. There is where most of Austin's black people live. Chock full of thugs, muggers, rapists, thieves, streetwalkers, and drug dealers. Oh, and of course, crack hoes and art fags who think they're slumming it along with the highest concentration of registered sex offenders in East Texas. Austin is attempting to revitalize the area, starting with the section closest to the downtown, of course, but has yet to answer to the important question, where are all the blacks going to go when the trendy shops, bistros, condo dwellers, and drive them out? Probably to their sister-in-law, baby cousin place in San Antonio, or either way, certainly not next door to you. Montopolis. This is where most of the Mexican Americans in Austin dwell. The closest thing San Tex Tex uh, sorry, the closest thing Texas has to a barrio outside of north of San Antonio. No attempts are being made to revitalize the area as Mexicans are content to live in the squalor they've created. Note that there are approximately 3.15 to tobacco and taco tamale stands per block in the area of town. Though it is the only in the precious few areas that you can get a decent breakfast for under $7. Westlake, the uber-rich part of Austin. They claim they're a separate town from Austin, but nobody outside of the Enclave cares. It is legal to shoot non-whites in Westlake, so anyone who doesn't live in Westlake is considered non-white. Only thing the area produces of note are personality disorders and sorority bimbos, all of whom usually end up with blackety-black thug boyfriends to piss off their parents and have wigger babies out of wedlock. IH-35. The parking lot that runs through Austin is the fourth most congested stretch of highway in the nation, mostly because TxDOT refuses to wipe it out and replace it with the eight-lane superhighway the city needs, running from one end to the other. Completely owns any school shooter by killing over 60 people a year. North Lamar and Breaker. This area used to be mildly affluent, but in recent years has become home to thousands of fucking South Korean refugees. All of them are either employed by Samsung, which has a fabrication plant in Austin just up the road, or are related to someone employed there. But considering that all of fucking Korea has been a shithole since the days of MASH, who can blame them for wanting to get the fuck out? But then again, they should have gone somewhere where they'd be more at home, like San Francisco or Mexico City. The residents of Austin fall into these categories. There are old hippies, there are techno hippies, there are raver hippies, and there are crusty hippies. There are hipsters, and they can be spotted pretty much fucking everywhere, usually on those faggy, cunty scooters, except for Montopolis and Rundberg. There are college students, and they can be stuffed into crap metro buses guzzling coffee at Starbucks while pretending to study. Really, they are watching you porn and cunt book. And holding up the line at 7-Eleven with their frequent Pabst and Marachin purchases. Although the gays keep their glory hole restricted to the West 4th Street, they can be spotted all over Austin on the daily. 
Stoners are also everywhere in Austin alongside their somewhat more degenerate Spice Brethren. Spicehead Brethren. Spanish Americans, including but not limited to Cholos, Beaners, Wetbacks, Lawn Artists, Miggers, Pesas, Chili Chokers, and Border Bandits abound. They make up your working classes and can be seen everywhere. Antique farming equipment and the Viet Cong. Culture. Austin's culture is such that any successful attempt to create culture is quickly reverted into a money-making cash grab. The void is then momentarily filled by whatever shit bands the city council can lure to the area within three months of cannibalizing their own members. After successfully destroying the Austin Music Network, the city council plans to constrict any live music venues into oblivion with pointless and heavy-handed laws. This will ultimately allow South by Southwest to impose itself upon the city with no competition, totally killing the local music scene. Another example of how the city council loves to fuck with any attempts to keep cultural diversity alive was the infamous 2005 smoking ban. Although this was supposed to keep those patrons at bars and restaurants protected from the mythical dangers of secondhand smoke, it actually targeted dance halls, nightclubs, and titty bars. During the appeal to the courts to have the ban overturned, it was revealed that the ban was passed into law by a public vote consisting only of old people who were either too old and infirm to party like the youngsters or just didn't like other people to have any fun regardless of their age. The end result was most businesses in Austin seeing huge downturns in their income as the non-smokers would have turned out in droves to replace the smokers that got chased off by the ban. Way to go, dipshits. Even if the ban was overturned somewhere down the road, the damage was already been done. And Austin has only a handful of Keep Austin Weird bumper stickers left to distinguish itself from any other mundane college town. The greatest irony in all this is that the unnecessary bans, unwanted toll roads, and thousands of condos are being made to accommodate people moving to Austin are simultaneously destroying the reason why people wanted to move there in the first place. As the live music capital in the world, Austin draws a lot of hipsters, emos, hippies, goths, and even scene cunts that you can imagine. When one moves to Austin for whatever purposes, they are automatically issued the entire Radiohead discography. Minus Pablo Honey, as we all know that album was destroyed in the Lola cost. It should really come as no surprise at this point that Austin, Texas is now an overhyped shithole that caters to trust fund fags and hipsters who can't afford to move to Portland, Oregon, or Williamsburg, Tennessee. Or Williamsburg, New York. And spoiler alert, Austin was designed from one day from day one to keep the Spicks and Spooks far away from the hardworking white folk and their places of fun. Famous Austinites, Matthew McConaughey, who's totally not gay. Lance Armstrong, also totally not gay. Dell, at least is not as shitty as the one you've got now. King of the shitty 2000s era computer. Mike Judge, creator of Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hell, Office Space, Idiocracy, Silicon Valley, and a various other shit that no one cares about. Matthew McConaughey, claims to be an actor but is actually a rich stoner who lives his life in a purple haze of titty bars. 
private beaches, and taco cabanas, only venturing back to the real world often enough to hack out another romantic comedy before picking up where life left off, living out every straight man's fantasy of being a gay man in Austin. Stevie Ray Vaughan, whose helicopter crash death pissed off the entire country because the original report of his death was mistakenly attributed to Phil Collins. Sandra Bullock, who moved to Austin in search of the world's greatest taco supreme. She can be spotted around town wearing a scarf and oversized sunglasses, going by Cassandra Bollocks, and slinking over around the upscale Mexican restaurants of West Austin. Richard Linklater, who wrote Dazed and Confused, School of Rock, and is personally responsible for the success of Jack Black's career, calls Austin his home. Alex Jones, conspiracy theorist known for such classics as American cinema as Police State 2000, Terror Storm, The Obama Deception, and others, is a permanent Austin, Texas resident, as well as all of InfoWars being inseparable from Austin, Texas, which is not only its birthplace, but also its HQ. Janis Joplin was from Austin, Texas. Considered one of the ugliest women to ever have a musical career. Dead at a hard 27. Lance Armstrong, a.k.a. the one-nut wonder, professional bicycling champion, amateur steroid enthusiast, and wife cheater. There is Stone Cold Steve Austin, retired pro wrestler, chewing tobacco enthusiast, and poet laureate of the mobile estate. Famous events that provide entertainment for Austinites. Include South by So Fucking What, am I right? If the hipster coddling Jew financed indie rock scene were a religion, then South by Southwest would be their mecca. Austinites spend each and every March surrounded by the same yuppies which you may find to be refreshingly absent from your city around that time of year. Remember when people cared about the Sundance Film Festival and the way people from Utah would bitch and moan over the influx of douchey scenesters into their quiet little communities? No? Well, I bet you saw the South Park episode about it, and South by Southwest is essentially the same thing, but for fag rockers. In an effort to swindle further, Jew Gold from the nation's trust fund jockeys, the events organizers have recently incorporated a film festival, and now an interactive festival drawing the total length, the total running length of the event to just over 52 weeks per year. 
You can always tell when South by Southwest is going on because your AT&T service slows down to a goddamn crawl, which would be the additional 15,000 iPhones cunting around town. Pro tip, troll by jumping the fence and screaming MAGA COUNTRY at any one of the exclusive wristband-only VIP status events. Ears birthday party. Every April, the city's frat boy and hippie population scampers out from under their cardboard boxes long enough to take over the aptly named PC Park or Peace Park in celebration of a fictional cartoon character's birthday. This celebration comes in the form of freestyle frolicking, nape pommable drum circles, sharing poorly rolled joints, and reeking of assorted body odors. Participants in encouraged to dress in gaudy costumes or just plain old hippie drag parade their hairy scrotums and sagging udders in the presence of children and basically act like complete and utter faggot morons. Then there's the Austin Reggae Festival. Why go all the way down to sunny Jamaica when Jamaica can come to you? That's the line of reasoning behind Bob Marley Fest. And fun fact, it's no longer officially called Bob Marley Fest because even the Marleys wanted nothing to do with a bunch of scraggly white hippies from Texas and sued the shit out of them. As with the aforementioned Ears birthday, Marley Fest is just another excuse for crusty wooks to smoke pot outside instead of their more traditionally locals' mom's basement and the alley behind ITT Tech between classes. Texas Relays. You can never truly appreciate the abject shittiness of niggers until you've stormed your hometown like a mushmouth Egyptian plague of chrome rims and boxer waistbands. Texas Relays started as a no-shit track and field competition, but the athletic event has become overshadowed by the accompanying street ape mega-party scene, which infests Austin each spring. Great place to see gleaming 20-inch 84 rims supporting the primer gray 1989 Civics, Gangbangers crowding out your neighborhood gas station and a good old-fashioned shiving or two. And rape. You gotta have rape. Lots of local white college girls will get the first blackening, as well as their taste of their BBCs. Local business owners now face allegations of racism should they decide to cut business hours short during this weekend. For example, Highland Mall, who did not afford, who could not afford the extra security to keep thieves and uh, ne'er-do-wells out of their parking lots, decided to close during that weekend, and instantly became the most high-profile racists in town. ACL Fest. What South by Southwest has in money and notoriety, Austin City Limits has an actual music. Granted, there are more than enough shit bands performing each year by the ratio of the flogging mollies to Franz Ferdinand's is much better than people like to give it credit for. ACL is only a few big-time acts away from competing with Coachella and Lollapalooza, but because it's held in the summer in Texas and because nothing good escapes the ever-fucking grasp of the city council in Austin, ACL will probably stay where it is forever. To troll Austinites, there are three words you need to know. Rick motherfucking Perry. And I guess that would be now converted to Greg fucking Abbott. Suggest that Barton Springs Watershed be developed. Insist that the title Live Music Capital of the World belongs to other cities. 
remind them that Barack Obama is only half black. Hint at your desire to relocate to Austin from California. Vote Republican. Tell them Whole Foods Market sold out to corporate America years ago. Say any other state is better than Texas. Bonus points for mentioning Florida, New York, or especially Oklahoma. Especially during football season. Especially at the UT football stadium. (laughs) Insist that the instant coffee beats any of the local shops. Inform them that Ann Richards sucks cocks in hell. Say Stevie Ray Vaughan sucks cocks in hell and that a statue should be taken down or remade to suck a dick in hell. Ask what's so great about Texas anyway. Note, this will generally spur an unending lecture about Texas history. Refer to Interstate 35 as The 35. Also works with Loop 1 and the capital of the Texas Highway. Remind them of how local hero Lance Armstrong was a proven steroid junkie before whoring around on his first wife who had supported him through his battle with testicular cancer. He then used witchcraft to give this whore breast cancer (laughs) in revenge. Tell them that you live in Dallas, San Antonio, or Houston and that you would like to see Austin developed in the same way that they are. Say that those cities are superior. Say that those cities have better live music. Show support for the Sheriff's Department. Ask them to be proud about their local heroes, George Bush. Tell them they have better parties in College Station. That's the end of Austin, so let's go into Texas' biggest city after the capital. Although the capital is not bigger than these other cities, just that the capital is the capital. We'll go to Houston, H-Town, Space City, also known as the City of Sin, and a sad attempt to one-up Las Vegas by literally just ripping off its catchphrase. Houston is the largest city in Texas. It's the largest city in terms of overall sprawl. I would also remember the Vice documentary that was made called uh, Houston is a warm uh, Gomorrah or a warm Saddam, like Sodom and Gomorrah. And it's like warm isn't the the right word for, or that was a humid, a humid Saddam. It is the largest city in terms of overall sprawl. It's the largest city in terms of population numbers and the largest city in terms of population size, as in shirt size. We're talking double XL, triple XL here. Seriously, these are some seriously fat fucking people. The area of Houston was once inhabited by Indians, but was later reclaimed after Mexicans killed them all for beer. Lol, years later, Americans came and ate all the Mexican tacos, and the Mexicans had to move to California. Then the niggers came from New Orleans and bought Houston to take them in, making it more ghetto. It is most known for its bad traffic and obesity rates. Also, the mayor of Houston is a lesbian dyke. Take that, Bible thumpers. Attractions. More black people than any other city in Texas. 
Houston is also home to a Budweiser distribution warehouse. This makes the entire city smell like shit. The horses from which they draw the beer's main ingredients are immortalized at the front of the building. That's right, Budweiser is made from liquefied horses. On rainy days, a passing tourist might even spot the facility's patented method of adding a perfect mix of water to their brew, as the city's as the place's parking lot is prone to flooding during storms. From 1968 to 2005, Houston was home to Astroworld, where the teenagers from all around wasted their summers and where families spent quality time together, i.e. all of their savings. In 2005, Six Flags CEO announced the Astroworld would be closed so that they could sell the land to developers for over 9,000 Jew golds. However, after the site was cleared, it was sold for less than half of what was expected, leading to much kvetching, and the land was only used as a big fucking parking lot for the local rodeo. And don't forget about our local restaurant, Takira Arandas. Favorite food of the Houstonite? When the people of Houston founded their city, they wanted one thing, and that is kolaches. With sloth and corpulence as their two major vices, the top two civic virtues, they needed to invent a way to they could jam the most calories into their face as quickly and effortlessly as early as possible. Voila de Kalachi, a Central European pastry that serves as a breakfast food. It is commonly stuffed with sausage, egg, cream cheese, fake fruit, jalapenos, cheese, and always baked with lard. Everyone and everywhere in Houston between 5 a.m. and noon eat roughly a dozen of these artery-hardening confections a day. Each has approximately 4,500 calories. The people of Houston. They can be separated and contrasted by neighborhood. And these neighborhoods are contrasted and separated by highways. Inside of 610 Loop in general, the people here are constantly drunk or stoned. This is why they seem so friendly. The moment you get outside the 610 Loop, some redneck is going to pop a cap in your ass. Inside the 610 Loop downtown. This is where white people commute two hours to get every morning. They work for big oil and gas companies, and they plan their day around where they go for lunch, chilies, and how early they can go out of work to beat the traffic home. 2 p.m. Also, downtown you will often see Mexican labor crews working on building more buildings, going to or from their restaurant jobs on the bus. The last group you might see downtown are female black administrative assistants. They are the only people who do any real work, and they get paid 1% more than the Mexicans working at Chili's. Inside the 610 Loop, west of downtown in Montrose, just west of the urban sprawl of downtown, the Montrose district of Houston is well known for overpriced Greek eateries, incompetent bartenders, and the kind of full-on Jew debauchery that would generally be associated with a gay bathhouse. Known as the Mantros, those in the know, this is a great place to find varying degrees of the slothful, homeless, and stains of fresh semen throughout the back alleyways. For many, this is the center of urban life in Houston, and it is possible to find an all-bareback pause party at any time of the day. Individuals new to the city will know they've reached the historic district when they are being approached by several homeless men begging for spare chains and strange men promising satisfying blowjobs, and it is impossible to tell which is which. Don't try raising a family in Montrose unless you want your kid asking why the cowboy isn't wearing pants and why Tonto is sucking his cock. Inside the 610 Loop, east of downtown, the wards. 
full of niggers and crack whores. Going two blocks in will result in you getting robbed, shot, raped, and then shot again. Between 610 and the Beltway 8, south of Westheimer, ghetto. This is the ghetto. This is the ghetto. This is the ghetto. This is a sorrel and chaotic cesspool of violence and crime. Many factors contribute to the size and danger of this ghetto. They include laziness, preventing any black males from getting jobs, tensions between the black men and the Mexicans, Texans love guns and think everyone should have two for each hand. Proximity to the border means that they're standing in a flood of incoming Mexican drugs. And Specs liquor stores offer two-for-one specials. It's also fucking hot and humid, and that makes people go nuts. Between Beltway 8 and Highway 6, otherwise known as the suburbs. This is where the white people live in their gated communities. Everyone has a three-car garage for the three Lincoln Navigators, a heated swimming pool, cement pond, a 4,000-square-foot house with a basement and a dog the size of a horse. No minorities are allowed to live here. During the day, you might see some Mexican people cleaning their house or cutting lawns, but they should be gone by the time you finish your three-hour commute for home from work. Most of the white people attend Bel Air High School, where there is a lot of niggers and Jews. This is a trap. Outside Highway 6, Plains. This is where cowboys live, quote-unquote. They all drive pickup trucks and they greet each other by shooting at nearby objects. Your status here is determined by the size of your belt buckle. In reality, nobody here is a cowboy. They're all white folks who are retired or crazy or wear cowboy costumes to make themselves feel more manly. Northern suburbs, the Kingwood, Porter, Atascadia, uh, Spring area. Get your church hat on. People north of Greens Point, a.k.a. Guns Point, secretly drink natural light at home when they're not out at Chili's pretending to mingle with their neighbors. You will be shot with a rifle or robbed at some point, and if you're not, you'll be run over by an 8-year-old on a four-wheeler ATV. People go to these suburbs when they're too suicidal to even live inside the loop. Spring has a crawfish boil each year where you will find everything but crawfish. However, if you've been waiting for a Ted Nugent to play a live show, you're in luck. Fun fact, everyone at the Kingwood Starbucks is actually a layover from the Bush International Airport. Magnolia County, the Woodlands. Just north of Spring is the developed county of the Woodlands. It is outside of Harris County that taxes are next to nothing, which has resulted in young families moving north and spending their trust funds on high-end delis, Starbucks, and dogs the size of horses. Everyone here either lives in a multi-million dollar mansion where a country club has their backyard, or lives in shady-ass apartments which also happen to have country clubs in their backyards. There are no recent college graduates here. Everyone is either under 18 or in their early 40s. In other words, they're rich and boring. Magnolia County, Conroe, and Magnolia. If you want to trade in your BMW or Lexus for an F-250, cowboy boots, and illiteracy. The average speed limit on I-45 in this area is in the triple digits, even though the constant construction that makes downtown Houston look quiet is always present. Conroe is also a haven for illegal immigrants and recently released inmates, as it's right between Houston and Huntsville. The plus-sized trashiness is only matched by the plus-sized inhabitants whose favorite pastimes including riding their rascals at Walmart and wiggling fishing poles at Academy. 
Magnolia, meanwhile, is too busy brewing moonshine and shooting colored folks to be bothered. In fact, you should go bother them as they totally won't shoot you for trespassing. Outside Beltway 8, south of I-10 and west of 288, in Houston itself, these are called Memorial West Chase and Leaf. A major snore fest, nothing but boring white people and Asians with their houses and all their shitty fast food joints, supermarkets, consumer goods outlets, and Starbucks they need to thrive and survive. Fort Bend County, Sugar Land, Stafford, and Missouri City are all a part of these. All you got is mile after mile after mall after mall, and they put in mini malls in between the major malls, and in between the mini malls, they put in mini marts. And in between the mini marts, you got car lots, gas stations, auto shops, head shops, strip clubs, and dirty bookstores. This area is nothing but a soulless cesspool of consumerism. Sure, there was the Imperial Sugar Mill, but a lot of that got banhammered several years ago. You can be everywhere and nowhere at the same time here. Outside Beltway 8, south of I-10 and east of 288. This is called Brazoria and the Galveston Counties, Pearland, Friendswood, and League City. Just more rich white assholes and their faggoty golf courses. Mostly NASA workers, government contractors, and other aerospace techie types live here. Planes taking off from Hobby can be constantly seen over one's head. In Houston, Clear Lake, and Ellington, space. This is where the astronauts train for their roles in the fake space flight movies filmed in the basement of the JSC. Also an old Air Force base that mostly uh, civilian stuff now. The Johnson Space Center by the JSC by. In Harris County, Pasadena, Deer Park, La Porta, etc., here be dragons. This is quite literally the armpit of the Houston area. It smells like one. Nothing but chemical plants and the ship channel. The sun shines for about five times a year here as it's all smog, overcast, and rain. Nothing but the poorest white people and Mexicans live here. For sports, there are the Houston Astros. This is a piece of shit team that plays a game revolving around who can shoot the most steroids into a teammate's ass cheek and which team has a budget the size of a small nation's space program. While the team may be a piece of crap, the Minute Maid Stadium is craptastiker. Astrodome used to be the stadium until it housed thousands of former niggers of the flooded New Orleans area, which became Houston niggers. Unlike the other shitty states of America, Texas is Jake always sucks. Houston Rockets. A team that was good in the 90s thanks to all the players suicide bombing the other teams to appease Allah. Since Rick Perry and Greg Abbott have given permission for Texans to shoot Arabs and Muslims on sight, the team now sucks. Attending a Rockets game is like a very convenient way to get robbed. Houston Texans, a team that sometimes makes the playoffs, but absolutely no one gives a shit about. And rounding it out with the Houston Dynamo, a major league soccer team that no one gives a fuck about outside the Hispanic race and bandwagon bros who think it makes you edgy to like soccer. The experience of visiting Houston can be summed up with one in one way, and that is sitting in your car. There is no visiting Houston. 
There is no only sitting in traffic in Houston. There is no walking in Houston. There is only sitting at streetlights in Houston. There are no parks in Houston. There is only sitting in your parked car in Houston. The truth is 2.3 million people live in Houston and they're always on the highway. Next on our list would be Dallas, but Dallas doesn't have an entry, the Encyclopedia Dramatica, which I think is very strange, but I can only attribute to the fact that Dallas is a generic of the generic, faceless, urban, suburbanite, Texas nightmare that if you live there you would kill yourself either through an opiate overdose by becoming an hero or would be so fucking bored that you got a sex change to piss off your waspy rich ass suburbanite parents happened to someone I personally know used to consider a friend back in college and was from Dallas, was from Plano, which I've heard is one of the richest white suburban areas in America, has been for, you know, since I was in college, 15, 20 years ago. Um, more millionaires per capita, more CEO 500 companies, everything from Blizzard Entertainment to, you know, um, all these big banks, etc. Uh, Texas Instruments, all these major corporations, GameStop, etc., moved all their operations there because it's like this tax fucking haven for companies and corporations. Um, you know, most of like say restaurant franchises, their administration, their their actual CEOs and its headquarters and stuff, as well as the local infrastructure of a city that has like you know nearly two million, three million people in it, and it's the sister city of Fort Worth, which is basically Dallas, Fort Worth, the DFW making it two cities. It's a twin city situation. So there's two cities with two twin systems of management and infrastructure. Dallas Cowboys, you know, all this famous fucking shit. And it all it produces is fucking faggots. All it produces is gay, decadent hedonists, drug addicts, depressed psychopaths, uh, cynical people, fat people, basically mostly just perverts and self-destructive types. It has a college, which is University of North Texas, uh, UNT. Uh, all the women there cheat on all the boyfriends they get. Uh, they're just alcoholics, every single one of them. And they pretend like they're in Austin because they don't have cars or are too afraid to actually make road trips down the two hours to go to Austin itself. Um, this is just from straight up. This is not even written down in encyclopedia. This is just from straight up me fucking roasting Dallas. Uh, it's indie scene included uh, famous musicians like Farah. If you've never heard of her, join the 8 billion people who haven't. Um, as well as, you know, various other bands like Neon, Indian, etc. Which, if you haven't heard of, consider yourself lucky because you were not uh, unfortunate enough to be in the music scene during 2010 or whatever the fuck. 
uh, you know, that dark age of internet blog sphere bullshit, uh, people who had just did acid for the first time and picked up a fucking keyboard. Um, so that being said, you got your trannies, you got your gays, everyone's a gay tranny. Uh, they Slava Ukraine, Ukrainsky, Hui, uh, they did that shit during the Ukraine invasion. They basically did their entire city skyline in the Ukrainian flag. I remember that. Uh, it's also famous for a number of uh, violent crimes as well as its murder rate, mugging rate, etc. in the ghetto. For years, Dallas was the most seedy and un- like dark city in the city in downtown. You couldn't go to the mall. You couldn't even go to the zoo or else you would get mugged because people would pay for the zoo tickets and then wander around and mug families and shit in the zoo and then just escape because they didn't have any security because the economy sucked. And it's like, you know, shit like that. They build... They built so many houses in the last, I think, what, 20 years because of the fake economy that was been trying to pump up in the construction industry. Cheap construction markets from China, construction equipment from China and shit made uh, it super easy to put up suburb houses that are never going to be bought, never going to be sold. There are millions of dollars invested in entire neighborhoods and subdivisions that are just empty. And they will sit empty because people thought, oh, Dallas will balloon up into like a city of 5 million, 6 million, 7 million people, and it never has happened. In fact, it's losing people because of that. People are very aware that Dallas is nothing but a bunch of uh, very debauched, very neoliberal, very, you know, West Coast, more than they are Texas type individuals. Um, everyone is just a drug addict. Everyone is just. Uh, you know, looking for hookups, looking for sex, looking for, uh, you know, creepy shit like that. Um, tons of fucking, uh, fat people, suburbanites, families that are just these little, uh, you know, double chinned Dallas Cowboy fans, etc. And it's 100% just a capitalist narcos. Uh, it, like, unless you have a million dollars, unless you have businesses and stuff, you're just working constantly and you're just a slave. Now, that being said, they do have one article about Dallas itself, and that's Dallas sniper attacks, right? And um, like we can we can kind of like get into it, but on the evening of July seventh, two thousand sixteen, a pair of didn't do nothings decided that Chris Dorner deserved a sequel. During a peaceful protest for Black Lives Matter in Dallas, Texas, the apes brimming with groid rage directed at YouTube's police armed themselves with M4 carbines, presumed to be chambered into 762 times 39, and infiltrated a building. Next, they got into position with the, to view the pigs on the street below. Once the stage of their mission was complete, they waited until some pigs were within view and sniped them from the long-range distance, assassinating five and severely wounding nine others, seven more cops and two NPC bystanders. The Dallas protesters were formed in response to the fatal killings of two didn't-do-nothings but just days prior to the shooting spree. Due to the nature of the attack and the victims primarily being pigs, the shooting is expected to bring in intense drama and lulls to dumb Pakistan, which it did, despite the country experience a mass shooting every 3.29 seconds. And the sniper attacks rolling in relatively few frags. Even so, we applaud the didn't-do's for managing to pwn some piggies, and they went for the high score on the Nightmare difficulty, getting five stars. Rewarding them immediate 20-point bonus for their graded score. The shooting spree was the deadliest attack on American police since 
Initially, it was suspected that there were up to four snipers stationed in the area, but it was shortly revealed to have been the work of only Mika Xavier Johnson, and another perpetrator is currently unknown and presumed to be at large. Johnson and the piggies played grab ass in a parking garage for a bit, and then the fuzz decided it was time for the donut break and sent in a literal robot to deal with this magnificent, shapely, statuesque ebony ass. As before, everyone knows... Nigs and technology don't mix, and the bot decided to Allah Akbar himself out and away from little Mika's ramblings. Mika was too busy shucking and jiving on what he thought was a camera to notice the robot was packed with enough explosives to take out a tank and was caught in the destruction. Mika Xavier Hanks was a veteran of the U.S. Army, obvious MK Ultra production, as well as... Uh, radicalized black supremacist return to Africa type. Prominently featured in a photo in a dashiki and giving that solid, you know, manly ass handshake to Radio Rakim, famous black conspiracy theorist. While most white police officers and police bootlickers bawled over the fact that some piggies were shot, most of Texas and America's black communities lionized Xavier Mika without any forethoughts or any hesitation, sorry. Loaded up. Any hesitation? Praising and celebrating the attacks. Another third segment of people were really, really, really into the fact that that robot blew that fucking dude up. That's basically the article for the Dallas Sniper Attacks. So, last but not least, in the Texas Diamond of the major urban population. Although, I, let, me, let me see if there is one for Brownsville, because I want to include that, and it deserves to be included. It, is, it deserves to be included, but it doesn't always have everything on the Encyclopedia Dramatica. Brownsville, if you don't know, is a border city in Texas. No, it doesn't have it. doesn't have it. So let's get into it. Let's rock and roll. San Antonio. San Antonio, Texas is a gulf of faggotry, Mexican food, and fat people. Second only to Austin in liberalism. San Antonio is home to one of the largest literal gay populations percentage-wise in the nation. That's a whole of a hell of a lot of little brown faggots. It's also interesting to note that San Antonio is the host of the most fabulous crop of fag hags this side of the Mississippi. One of those intemperate women often bring a sense of fun, friendship, and humor to the otherwise drab life of the local homos, who suffer from one of the largest HIV outbreaks currently in the nation. Also, San Antonio is notable for being one of the hottest and most intolerable places on the planet. There are local white people. San Antonio is home to the Tejanos, confused white people in San Antonio bent on driving the dirty brown wetbacks out of their homeland once and for all. 
Most of them live in the richer, whiter, more intelligent, and generally better upper parts of San Antonio, Alamo Heights, North Central, and north of 1604. This side of town is notable for not being a complete shithole filled with cholos and fat spurfags. Who faces they look like they were pounded by an F-150's cock? Note that since San Antonio is really fucking hot, it's not the natural habitat of white people, and unless they have brown, diarrhea-colored, tan-like nigger skin, they will never be comfortable with the 110-degree Fahrenheit summers. Mosquitoes the size of eagles and 70% humidity year-round. Alamo Heights and the white people that live there would love to hold a genocide of the local Mexican population, but unfortunately they can only report so many illegals per day. And if you ask them about this, they will go on about diversity and tolerance. There are the Cholos. Just about every brown faggot in San Antonio is a Cholo. In other words, fat, spurs, jersey, and blind. Allegiance to a shitty basketball team. This likely drives a white Ford 150 or a Toyota Tundra. They're dumb, and they think San Antonio is the best city in the world. The reason Cholos can be so misguided is because they have never been anywhere else except maybe Mexico, which is shittier than San Antonio. They will spend their childhood slacking off in school while they refuse to learn English like all Americans should. Surprised when they get a D in Spanish while the white student gets an A. And then surprised when the slack-jawed, marker-browed Chicana they fucked is a pregnant fatty by the age of 16. They will then drop out, have five more kids, get a job in a cement uh, contractor job, and get some low-paying job uh, contracting for white people. This cycle has continued since the civil rights era and is primarily why San Antonio is a sweltering shithole, with no progress. Cholos and Mexicans in general feel most at home in areas with extremely high murder rates, which is why they all live in the south side of the city. Mother Mexico, which is connected by a secret underground tunnel to San Antonio's south side, and ferries illegal immigrants by the order of over 9 million every day to low-income housing projects across the world. It's eternally glad to be rid of the brown plague and quietly lines the city council's pockets with spit cash or pesos, which are essentially worthless because they are made of factory-direct plastic. Despite this, cholos contribute a lot to the city. For example, the incessant consumption of cheese-draped Mexican food allows them to balloon outward to a cartoonish exaggeration of reality, and has helped make San Antonio the single fattest city in the entire fucking United States. The fattest city in the world, and the fattest country in the world. The few non-Cholo Mexicans who, though still innately lazy, have the gift of mobility, work unfailingly in the wage slavery of construction jobs, where they are paid in literal food stamps and expired coupon books sometimes. A few excrement-colored Chicanas peacefully demonstrated against these human rights abuses by joining the Gandhi-inspired MS-13 gang, getting massive Virgin Mary tattoos on their necks, and raping white women. But the rich white employers who run the construction businesses know deep down that it's okay to undercompensate because the terms Mexican and human are mutually exclusive. Third, we have the Asians. Asians recognize San Antonio is shitty, but since they are rare specimens, they are usually oppressed by white people until they pack up and leave for California. Most Asians in San Antonio were tricked into coming there and are usually shitty Asians anyway, like the Vietnamese or Thai. Human trafficking is an open secret in San Antonio, and we love it. 
the Alamo. The Alamo is the pride of San Antonio, most notably because the city is a backward, primitive piece of shit that doesn't have anything else to be proud of. Ironically, the people most proud of the Alamo are ignorant fucks who have little knowledge of history. As you would expect from Mexicans, the Alamo is plastered all over everything related to the city, including its flag. Thankfully, Ozzy Osbourne once pissed on it, and it is the only instance of any important person doing anything worth of anything in San Antonio. Education. Since San Antonio is mostly filled with retarded mouth breathers, San Antonio is the stupider than Detroit and instead tries to pimp out the Spurs in an obvious inferiority complex. All high schools in San Antonio will be embarrassingly easy to pass by students unless they live in a white district, especially so if one of those schools is at NEISD. A foreigner visiting San Antonio may wonder why a high school football team from NEISD is on a local newspaper, and the reason is because the high school is the highest level of education most San Antonios complete, so they attach shamelessly to the high school years forever. That's right, San Antonio is a city of one million people where high school sports is on the nightly news. For many, high school was the only time they weren't a mouth-breathing, obese cholo that wobbled around Riverwalk like a penguin. The only college worth mentioning is Trinity University, which is not surprisingly 74% white, which is far whiter than most schools in the city. City government. The government of San Antonio is run by a bunch of primitive, inbred, retarded fucks who think developing outdated highways for 10 years at an age where cities should be more urbanized with public transport is a good idea. Like you would expect, the corrupt government has led the city to become an outdated symbol of the 20th century's much like the stallest cities in the USSR that no one visits anymore. San Antonio is quickly filled with construction, dust, and general auras of shittiness most of the year. And most smart people have packed up and moved to the West Coast. Other notable events in San Antonio are the Fiesta, an event over 100 years old or something. It includes the second largest night parade in the world, but that's only because New Orleans got pwned by Katrina and lots of free-flowing alcohol. That's a whole hell of a lot of little brown alcoholics and tourists. It's so bad that every business downtown is closed on Friday to prevent their employees from getting robbed on the way home. Pee-wee's bike is not in San Antonio, by the way. Over 1 million Lechusa sightings have occurred in San Antonio, over 100,000 people daily are hexed by an Ojo Bruja. And clearly, San Antonio is a place of much culture. While San Antonio is roughly 100 miles from the border, there happens to be a Chinese restaurant on every street corner. The Alamo does, in fact, have a basement, and you should ask about it.
SeaWorld San Antonio is about 300 miles from the ocean, and the animals are brewed with barley, hops, and yeast, and lagered with beech wood for a smoother taste. They call dolphins land horses. Sorry, they call land horses, or sorry, they call land horses the sea kind. Yeah, that's a weirdly worded way of writing that. Sometimes I'm reading this and I'm just skimming through it. And then you, you have these Wikipedia type entries that are jokes, but they don't really like land. And I'll admit that. That was weird. San Antonio is a place of a person who is very internet famous. Alex John, who happens to be a little brown faggot, lives there. So say it. General, the majority of internet users is limited to poor bastards trying to find work at establishments who don't give a damn, as their Wi-Fi in most areas is worse than anywhere else in the country. The other portion of internet users are teen mothers seeking new boyfriends on Instagram and the locals who are renewing their food stamp cards. Other names for San Antonio include Military City USA because of the so many bases, the Mexican Dallas, Alamo City. It's hilarious, but the Texans love remembering uh, getting their ass kicked by Mexico. Sad Antonio, for hipsters who have a sad crying clown um, brand shirt. Satan Antonio, for the number of occult, satanic, and punk heavy metal groups. In the area. And Riverwalk City. For the fact that anyone who goes there basically just visits the Riverwalk. And that completes the Texas Rhombus properly roasting the crap out of this self-roasting hellhole, basically. And yes, we live here with love. And yes, we live here with luck. But nothing is above getting roasted, especially that which you love. This whole article, this whole expanse, this whole experiment was done because I am, in fact, a very proud Texan, a very, you know, uh, forward and, and um, you know, um, proud, hard-charging, self-identifying, you know, um, Texan at heart and in soul, born and raised here. But I don't worship it like a false idol. It's not my state wrong or right. It is something which I'm always keenly intelligent and critical about. Something that I've always prioritized being more locally minded than I am nationally minded. Trying to be more locally aware and more locally present in uh, thought and criticism and movement and action. 
than ever wanting to focus, say, on national or world issues because I feel like the key to these things, and I hope humor uh, made people see that. I hope the comedy made people open up their eyes a little bit and become aware of it, is to identify Texas as a real place with real flaws, with real um, tribes, with real nature, with real um, faults. So that it could try to improve itself, but at the same time so that we are aware of it and we see it for what it truly is and not are blinded by a type of idolatrous, you know, um, you know, false idol worship. And false idols can be many, many things. I hope this humbles it. I hope that it humbles you. I hope that really did piss you off if you did get pissed. Because that's good comedy. That's good comedy. Thank you all very much for joining me on this roast of Texas, this incineration of Texas, this smoking of Texas, this barbecuing of Texas and its cities, Austin, Houston, Dallas, and uh, San Antonio. All these articles were read from Encyclopedia Dramatica. Definitely, definitely always have been a fan of Encyclopedia Dramatica over the years. I understand it's a little bit more internet lol culture. But for some, for the boomers, or for the serious, stuck-up types, self-serious types out there. But if you want a quick lull, if you can get it, if you can get it, if you can dig it. If you love something awful, if you liked, you know, old internet, if you like 4chan type shit, definitely go check out the Encyclopedia Dramatica. It will have you rolling on the floor, masturbating. That's an old Agents of Cracked joke, by the way. <laughs> the Raffle, and it was Raffum, and uh, Michael Swaim's character. And they were like, it's rolling on the floor laughing. And he goes, I know, I thought it was R-O-F-M. And he goes, what would be the M? And he goes, rolling on the floor masturbating. <laughs> and so, yeah. I think that's hilarious. I think this is pretty good uh, humor. Welcome to New Year's Eve. We'll have one episode planned for New Year's Day and everything like that, but we'll get right into that schedule. Thank you all very much, loyal listeners, to the Beyond Top Secret Texas broadcast by Tex. Thank you all very much for 2023 being the best year we've had and 2024 going to be even better than that. God bless you and your families. Peace out.